Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Equitymates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Bryce Lesky. Moonshots. That's one small step for man. One it appears some billionaires have taken this term differently. While Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are trying to return humans to the moon, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, Google's co-founders, take it more metaphorically. They've ploughed Google's billions into a semi-secret division of Google, X, their moonshot factory. X is working right on the cutting edge of technology, self-driving cars, internet balloons and delivery drones. But their latest focus is on one of the world's most intractable problems, healthcare. It's Monday, 4th of July, and today I want to learn about Google's latest moonshot and how it plans to disrupt the healthcare industry. To do this, I am joined by my fellow co-founder of Equitymates, Alec Renahan. Alec, Ren, welcome. Hey, Bryce. I'm excited for this one. Google continues to fascinate me. They've done it again. Tell me about some of Google's moonshots. Well, Google has arguably the best business in the world, yes. Search, and it generates billions of dollars in profit. And what they've done is they've pumped that profit into these big moonshot bets. I think they want to only invest in things that can 10x the world. Love that. Love that. <laughs> and they've had some really remarkable success, some notable failures, but just some really cool ideas. Underlying all of it is uh, the investments we are making in AI. You know, we've invested $100 billion in R&D in the past five years. And so... Applying AI in a deep way is probably where we will create the biggest opportunity ahead. A big one that we all benefit from is their investments in deep learning and AI. Google may be close to reaching human-level artificial intelligence. That's according to a lead researcher at the company's... Deep that created Google AI. Brain, which powers so many of Google's services these days. Self-driving cars uh, has been spun off into a standalone company, Waymo, which has now done tens of millions of driving hours around America. Internet balloons, the idea to give internet to the world through hot air balloons. Mm -hmm. uh, Loon, I think they folded that recently. I think uh, Elon, Elon Musk's SpaceX is probably doing a little bit more with satellites. Yes. Uh, delivery drones in their company Wing. Uh, they were actually testing deliveries in Australia and uh, they continue to try and figure that technology out. But then there's some more out there and cool ideas. Contact lenses that measure glucose in the tears of diabetics. Wow. No longer having to yeah, uh, test yeah. your blood. But then do you have to cry well, to I, get tested? I guess your eyes, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Technology to store electricity using molten sand. Wow. Then some of the more out there projects that they have tried but abandoned. Attempts to create carbon neutral fuel from seawater. Replace ocean freight with cargo blimps. <laughs> and one that apparently uh, they earnestly debated but never actually got to trying to implement, 
laying a giant copper ring around the North Pole to generate electricity from the Earth's magnetic field. <laughs> wow. Well, you can't, uh, you can't deny their ambitions, but, Ren, now they are turning their attention to healthcare. American healthcare is a bit of a mess. Last week, The Dive did an episode on pharmaceutical prices and Mark Cuban's cost plus drug company. So why is Google turning their attention to healthcare? It's a mess, as you said, and it's a massive opportunity to do things better. The typical advanced economy spends about 10% of their GDP on healthcare. America spends 17% of their GDP or about $3.6 trillion a year. Now, not a lot of industries can move the needle for a company that's already valued at over a trillion dollars, but sorting out this healthcare market can. Google just hit a $2 trillion market cap. Where is the next trillion dollars going to come from? There is more need to organize information than ever before. And Google, like so many of their software peers, aren't just looking at America. What starts at home quickly spreads all over the world. Yeah, they've been looking at healthcare for a while now, but without a whole heap of success. So, Ren, can you give us a quick overview of some of Google's healthcare failures to start with? Yeah, so they first dabbled in the healthcare space in 2008 with a service that allowed users to compile their health records in one place. They wound this up four years later in 2012. Then in 2018, Google relaunched that service as Google Health, but wound it up last year. Jeez. Well, twice failed, but not to be deterred. Google are doubling down on their efforts now in the healthcare space. So help me understand what they're doing today. In 2022, so far, Google have invested about $1.7 billion into futuristic health ideas. Alphabet bets on healthcare and medicine as the next big thing. The signs are everywhere. No other company in the Silicon Valley is investing so heavily in those companies as them. In only the past five years, they filed almost 200 healthcare-related patents. And the results of that are starting to come through. Alphabet is the fifth highest ranking business in the Nature Index, which measures the impact of scientific papers in life sciences. Now they're behind four giant drug makers and 20 spots ahead of Microsoft, the only other tech giant in the running. But Bryce, if we're going to categorize their health efforts, I think we can split it up into four buckets, which let's order from least ambitious to most ambitious. Wearables, health records, health artificial intelligence, and then extending human life. Okay. (laughs) I mean, extending human life, there is definitely a scale there in terms of their ambitions from wearables through to tackling extending human life. So let's start with wearables. I'm uh, certainly keen on Google Glass. I'm not sure if it's on the list or it comes in this uh, healthcare sector, but um, talk me through it, Ren. Wearables, where's Google at? Google Glass, not on this list at the moment, but definitely on the roadmap if they figure a lot of this stuff out. So the wearable stuff is really based around Fitbit that they acquired in 2019. Fitbit up more than 15% today after announcing it is being acquired by Google for just over $2 billion. They spent just over $2 billion on the company that had 100 million users, 100 million people wearing their watches. And that is just a treasure trove of data for Google. Adding, quote, Google's proposed acquisition of Fitbit would also give the company deep insights into Americans' most sensitive information, such as their health and location data, threatening to further entrench its market power online. And their whole play has been to build additional software and additional features 
for Fitbits. So this year, America's Food and Drug Administration approved a new feature that Google had built, a sensor that monitors changes in the heart rate for irregularities that can lead to strokes and heart failure. Gee, imagine getting that um, notification. Yeah, yeah. Oh, better to get the notification than to not. True, true. And that's essentially Google's Play across all of their devices now. So they're trying to build a similar heart monitor on the Pixel Watch. The camera on the Pixel phone can be used to detect respiration and heart rates by tracking the subtle color difference brought about by the fact that blood with fresh oxygen is slightly brighter. Oh, my goodness. Don't make me read that again. (laughs) (laughs) And Google's Nest, their smart thermostat turned home assistant, can listen to snoring and assess your sleep. Come on. <laughs> so the first bucket of Google's healthcare ambition is to use their suite of hardware products, phone, watches, home assistants, and build healthcare related services on the back of them. That is that is incredible. I mean, as I said at the top, Google just continues to fascinate me with how they are deploying these billions of dollars. It does mean that they're listening to you while you sleep. I know. It's kind of <laughs> freaky. It's kind of freaky. Listening while you sleep, uh, seeing through your skin to check on how fresh your ox- oxygen is. Uh, yeah, it's all uh, it's all pretty intense. But look, it's uh, it's all for the better, you would hope. Um, we've mentioned, Ren, that Google have tried health records a few times. And it's not just Google trying it. Um, there's plenty of um, startups out there as well playing in this space. But they're back, they're at it again. That's right. They've launched Care Studio. This time they're aiming at doctors rather than patients. Karen DeSalvo, Google's health chief and the former health official in Obama's administration, has spoken about the challenge of interoperability of health records. Different hospitals, different provider networks uh, have different systems that don't talk to each other, meaning patients often have fragmented records across these different networks and doctors don't have a view of the complete medical Mm. history. So Google wants Care Studio to be a repository and a translator, basically connecting these systems and giving doctors and providers a complete picture. Jeez, well, they're putting themselves right in the middle here. They've got wearables, then they've got uh, records. Now we start getting into the ambitious side, healthcare AI. In our health alert tonight, a powerful new antibiotic has been discovered using artificial intelligence. Scientists from MIT say that it's capable of killing many of the world's most dangerous bacteria. This is perhaps the one I'm most excited about. AI applied to healthcare is yielding some pretty incredible stories. Google has used its DeepMind AI to create AlphaFold, a software that can predict the structure of proteins. They're currently giving that away for free, which you love to see as well. Um, They've now launched Isomorphic Labs, which will use AI and machine learning to accelerate drug discovery. And this uh, follows some pretty astounding successes in AI drug discovery. Uh, For example, Halicin was an anti-diabetic treatment that AI realized could be used as an antibiotic. So Google are now applying their AI uh, to try and do something similar. Now, it hasn't been all smooth sailing in the AI space. Google had built an AI assistant for doctors called Streams. That is being discontinued. But I guess with all these developments in AI, we shouldn't be surprised if Google relaunches it in the future. So, Ren, we've got wearables, we've got records, we've got health AI, and that brings us to the fourth category and the real moonshot, the 10x, or if if possible, maybe 100x, and that is extending human life. Before we talk about it, let's take a very quick break so that we can afford whatever Google come up with in this space. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Some even think that many of the ailments we call diseases could be thought of as symptoms of the most powerful disease of all, aging. Welcome back to The Dive, extending human life. If that hook didn't bring you through the ad break, then we're going to have to just give up. But, (laughs) Ren, how are Google trying to extend human life? So this is a little bit out there. This is the moonshot. So it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Google believe that aging should not be viewed as an immutable aspect of life. They think of it as a condition to be managed or treated or a problem to be solved with the right technology. Now, Google have a number of subsidiaries and researchers working on this. One subsidiary, Calico, is focused on extending human life and partners with pharmaceutical companies to research that and, I guess, try and make that happen. Another subsidiary, Verily, is working with the French beauty giant, L'Oreal, to better understand how aging affects the biology of skin to help L'Oreal make better skincare products and to help Verily work on the anti-aging problem. So, Ren, we've just been talking about Google here and um, there'd be plenty of businesses not only interested in extending human life, but broadly in the outcomes that Google are trying to apply here across many of their different divisions. So, who else is working in this space um, and I guess trying to compete with Google? Yeah, so all of the big tech companies are working in the healthcare space and a lot of the big tech founders, the billionaires themselves, are investing personally in really ambitious startups to extend human life. Jeff Bezos in particular, big investor in a number of companies, one called Altos Labs, uh, which is sort of on the forefront of a lot of this stuff. But focusing on the companies themselves, all of big tech is playing in this space. Amazon acquired an online pharmacy and run a telemedicine service uh, and they reach just about everywhere in America with their healthcare system, I guess. Uh, They've also looked to partner with Berkshire Hathaway and JP Morgan to take on health insurance. Do you remember that announcement? I do. Two companies that you would, it was was just like, what the, why why are these guys getting involved? I think that business plan kind of lapsed though. Yeah. 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 Good announcement at the time. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Uh, Apple, uh, similar to Google, are really focused on wearables. Their Apple Watch keeps building new health features and collecting a lot of data that, you know, allows them to then build even better features. They recently launched a drug tracking feature on their smartwatches. Meta, aka Facebook, had smartwatch plans as well. They scrapped them earlier this year, but they're offering a number of fitness-related apps through their virtual reality headset Oculus. Yeah, healthcare and metaverse, that's probably for a whole nother episode. A whole nother episode. (laughs) Where that fits, I'm fascinated. Meta have also acquired a number of the best-selling or most downloaded uh, VR health and fitness apps. Um, So they're obviously making us play in that space. Microsoft, keep expanding its list of health-related cloud computing offerings. So all of the big tech companies, all of those that crossed a trillion dollars or almost crossed a trillion dollars 
are seeing an opportunity in healthcare. From what I can gather, a lot of what you've just said uh, feels like it's on the smaller side of things compared to the scale at which Google are going at this. Yeah, yeah. So let's put some numbers to it. Before the break, we said that Alphabet had invested about $1.7 billion this year, so far this year, in futuristic health ideas. According to CB Insights, the other tech giants combined have invested about $100 million. Oh, so light years. Yeah. So today we're not here to make predictions, Ren. This is a news show, not a um, crystal ball show, <laughs> but I think it is important that we finish by just probability weighting some of this stuff, which is what we like doing here at Equity Mates from an investment point of view. So what is the likelihood of Google's moonshot bet in healthcare actually p- paying off? Yeah, it's really easy to get so excited about some of these ideas and, and some of them are quite likely to come off. Like there's little doubt that Google will be able to build out new features on Fitbits and their Pixel Watch. Mm. That That is probability as close to 100 as you can get. Yeah. Extending human life, solving death uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum. Um, so I think uh, it's important not to get too far ahead of ourselves when we think about the human life stuff and the health AI stuff because Google's moonshot division for all of the excitement has had a number of failures. You mentioned Google Glass at the start of yes, this episode. Yes, still waiting. You told me off mic that you're excited to <laughs> buy Google Glass. I am. But Google Glass has been a really notable failure of the moonshot division. It was their big augmented reality play and it got pulled. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's an increased scrutiny on Google's business practices and that's going to make further acquisitions like the Fitbit acquisition a lot harder. There's also a lot more scrutiny about you know, data practices and stuff like that, which might make it harder for Google to collect all the data that they really need to supercharge their AI and machine learning algorithms. And I guess the final thing to say is many of these health-related subsidiaries are very small or just ideas, really. Google is able to fund them from their Mm. giant search business and the profits they make there. But that doesn't necessarily mean that these good ideas can become good businesses. No, but uh, look, you've got to respect and admire their ambitions. And if someone's going to do it, it's potentially these tech companies that have the huge amounts of money required to solve death. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, fascinating story, Ren. Thoroughly enjoyed uh, enjoyed going through that today. And it's certainly one that we're going to watch closely here at Equity Mates. So thank you so much for joining us for today's edition of The Dive. If there's a story that you want us to talk about, contact us at thedive at equitymates.com or follow us on all the social media channels. We've just launched The Dive Instagram uh, So head over there for daily news updates. All those details are in the show notes below. Remember to rate and review in your favorite podcast app and subscribe so that you'll have every episode delivered to you the moment it drops. Ren, thank you so much for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Bryce. Until next time. The Dive is a product of Equity Mates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.